right, guys. Um, welcome to the twelfth episode of the Bro to Carbon podcast. Um, today is, I guess, a little bit of a different format. Um, I've realized that like we haven't really like said anything about like stuff going on with like George Floyd and stuff like that. So I kind of want to like talk about that because. Um, I've been, like, hearing a lot of people say that, like, silence is violence, and, like, when you're not saying anything, you're taking the side of the oppressor, so I want a lot some time today to, like, both share our views, and then, uh, I think we'll do that for about the first half of the episode, and the second half, it's gonna be something, uh, related to the protests, but it's a little bit more lighthearted, because I'll, we also, I also want to be doing entertainment, because I don't think there's really anything entertaining on social media and YouTube right now, because... Like, nothing is, everything is, like, coronavirus and protest. There's nothing, like, anything that's, like, I don't know, to, yeah. nothing that's, like, pe- for people to take their minds off of. Yeah. So, I guess, uh, Drew, do you want, you have anything to say about all the stuff that's going on right now? Um, I think there's definitely some injustice within the the law enforcement world and that there are some officers who are um, unfairly targeting those who are African-American. Yeah. Um, I don't personally believe that this it's all cops because I, I know many cops myself and I have a hard time being able to think that they would do that because I know that they wouldn't do that and just target someone because of their skin color. But I know that there's probably some people out there and I heard a saying that was like, there's two kinds of cops. There's cops that really want to like protect the people and then like give justice to those who actually deserve it. And then there's cops who want to walk around carrying a gun and drive fast. Yeah. So I, I think that it's probably more of those cops who are the ones who are being more racially insensitive. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we, we need change, but I feel like also the, the involvement of social media especially Tyler, people our age posting about different stuff is, uh, it's, there's a lot more stuff now that's just not true. Like a lot of fake news that they're posting about believing that it's true just because the media said that this is what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I also believe that like there, there's an issue and that if, if you really want to see an issue posting, like if you want to see change to the issue posting, but on social media, isn't going to change anything. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, like I mean, for the past two weeks, I have not seen. So I have multiple accounts, and on the one where I follow, like a lot of people, like a lot of our friends, I've not seen anything else besides that. Like I haven't seen you know people posting like, oh my god, you know, beautiful weather today, or whatever, like the normal stuff that they would. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, you know, a, a change and a revolution, um, co- like act, calling for change, um, but I feel like people are sometimes getting too caught up in the the idea that what they're doing is really changing something and they forget the fact that you know their platform is only sharing to so many people who are all sharing the same thing so it's kind of just like a bunch of people yelling the same thing at each other yeah um i do believe though that the all lives matter thing is not correct it should be black lives matter um the only reason i say all lives matter isn't really the right term I heard this analogy the other day that if you're in a neighborhood, right, and one house is on fire, 
the fire department's not going to come and spray water at every house. It's like you're going to spray water on the one that's burning down, the one that needs the most help and that has has been treated, you know, unfairly. So I think right now it's definitely Black Lives Matter. Right. So, like, what you're saying is that if we ever have social equality, like, all lives, like, we treat everyone the same, that's when it becomes all lives matter. Right. It, all lives matter is once everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. But until we get to that point, there's no way that you can say all lives matter because, Tyler, you and our lives, especially from my point, you know, as a privileged white male who's grown up in a household that's been able to provide him everything, I have very little experience into what the African-American community is going through. Yeah. So, you know, I try to do as much as I can to help, and we use our platform to share how we believe. Um, but just there's a lot of right now it really isn't the time to be saying, well, like my thing matters too when it, it doesn't really. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things that like, like I feel like racism is like um, kind of like a little bit of a taboo thing because I guess when people think of racism, they think of overt res- racism where like you're like, it's really clear that you're racist, but there's a lot of yeah. like, um, what's the word? Um, like, internalized ma- racism is that the word yeah or i don't know or like like non-blatant yeah yeah so no i was like i was talking about this with like um uh, my friends who are uh asian and like like i've realized that i've been that way to like other asian people like like i don't know i guess for me when you think like i've thought that since i'm not white that I'm not racist because it seems like everyone who I don't know like usually all the cops who have like killed African American people they're usually white but I've realized that I've been like stereotyping like Asian people that are like I guess like not from like America because I've been born here I've born here I am born here so like I've I don't know. There's like a stereotype that like Asian drivers are bad, and like if I'm behind a slow driver, like our whole family will be like, I bet it's an Asian driver, and like or like I don't know, like Chinese people are stereotypically rude, and like if you see like I don't know, like sometimes you I don't know, you just like stereotype them, and I've like realized that like yeah, like even though I'm not like being like overtly racist, they're like. I am realizing that I am, like, racist, like, non-blatantly. Right. Yeah, I think I've also realized that, too, almost from a perspective of, like, whenever I've seen someone of color on public, especially from Tyler, I mean, you're from Portland, there's really not that many. I mean, there are, but it's one of the whitest cities in America. So it's like when you see a person of color, it's, it's not a, for me, it's not like a, oh, my God, you know, I feel unsafe, I should clutch my wallet to make sure that's it. It's just kind of like a, you step back and it's weird because it's like, it's something you're not used to, but at the same time, it's like, it's just another human. And yeah. we just have to, ex- like, that's just what it is. And mm-hmm. you just move on. Yeah. And just like some of those things, you just don't even think about it until after you've done it. Like, it's just. Right. Yeah. You just do I, it. And then, yeah. I mean, I normally feel bad after about it because it's like, I would hate for someone to look at me and be like, well, what are they doing here? You right. know? Yeah. 
Um, another thing I I'm, I think is totally like messed up is like the thing with like yeah what you said uh, at the beginning I was like thinking that like all cops are bad like that's basically what like the people who are like protesting like defund the police and stuff like that and like shaming all the cops and stuff like that's that actually is what racism is is judging a whole community based on what a few people have done exactly that's really that's a really good view on it yeah and i feel like a lot of the the people that are protesting right now don't realize the what the police have done for them actually helped them Mm -hmm. because it's like i know like a specific instance that i can think of was i think it was 2008 or 2009 uh, there was a really, you know how there's the like tree lighting at Pioneer Courthouse every, yeah, um, and so at that in like 2008 or 2009, um, there was a guy who basically threw his backpack under a tree that had like a bomb in it, and to it was just basically he was just gonna like try to kill a bunch of people, uh-huh. and it's like but the but the police had been tracking him and they figured out what he was doing and so they stopped him before it could happen, so you know if you're saying defund the police, the police shouldn't be here, that could have been a, you know. 400 people that just died mm-hmm. because you're saying, oh, well, the one, like a small handful of police officers did a bad thing, so none of them should be here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the problem is with like the police themselves. And I think defunding the police is pointless because, um, I mean, racism is like a big issue, but it's not the only issue that police have to deal with. Like there right. are murderers and, serial killers and rapists and all those, all these people that police that we need police to do. So if we defund the police, like there's going to be a bunch more crime that like we're not going to be able to handle. So I feel like it's more of, yeah, I don't really know what, what the change would be for, for the police to be like less racist. Like that's, I don't know. know, People are like, but I've seen on in like social media is that people are like, whoever is like is not saying you know all cops are bad are saying that like well they need to change the system and it's like, yes I mean the way that our prison systems are set up is to, inequi- like unequally affect those who are minority. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the things that you could change is the bail system because it's like, a bail for a certain crime, could be more than someone can afford and so then they're forced to stay in jail for a very low-level crime versus, you know, you can compare them to their white neighbor who might have the money because they're in a better job or whatever, and they can bail it out. Or sometimes bails are changed to, like, be raised if they think, like, oh, well, this person is an extra bad person, so we'll make it more. So it's, like, things like that. Um, And I also feel like as much as, you know, the the quote unquote perceived as sketchy neighborhoods are normally African American neighborhoods. I really have a hard time believing that because, I mean, Tyler, you know, both of us we live in, well, we both live in very white neighborhoods. Yeah. So you know, very considered safe neighborhoods. But it's like, is it considered safe because there's low crime, or is it considered safe because you're not viewing an African American person there, which yeah. then you just think that automatically means it's safe, which is terrible yeah yeah i agree because like on uh we have an app called next door do you know what that is yes so like next door there there are like crimes like all the time in forest heights like people like breaking into mailboxes and breaking the cars and like that happens so much here because i don't know i guess 
robbers, like, they assume that, like, Forsyth's, I mean, it is a wealthy neighborhood, but I guess they can get more from a wealthy neighborhood. But, right. like, yeah, that's, it's still considered a safe neighborhood. So, like, right. I definitely think it is of the, um, what's the word, the, I guess, like, the nationality of the people who live here. Right. I also feel like if someone stole a car in Forest Heights, right, the police would, like, you know, put it in one of those, be on the lookout for this car, but they wouldn't investigate or whatever. And then if someone, if a car was stolen, or, like, the way that they would do it is basically if the car was stolen in Forest Heights, they'd have, like, a bunch of cops be patrolling the neighborhood searching for it. But if a car was stolen in a predominantly African-American neighborhood, not a lot of the police officers or the attention would be kind of put on trying to find that car, which I think is just a whole other issue within itself and it's kind of messed up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it is, like, we need to, as much as, like, it seems like the cops are the bad guys and all the time, like, they get put the blame on for something like, like it, it definitely is like very hard to be a cop. And like, you see like cops right. shooting, um, African-American males because they, they're reaching into their car to pull out their license. But like, the thing is like, cops are like trained to like prepare for a worst case scenario. Right. I mean, they're, yeah, they're literally taught that like whenever you go up to something, you always prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And if they reach into their car, I mean, yeah, it is messed up saying, like, you need to be like, yeah, okay, now I'm reaching for my pocket. It's in my right back right. pocket. Um, like, they don't know what you're going to pull out. And, like, they have to assume that it's like a gun. Right. And the, the other part that I think is terrible about that is you could be a white person or it's even an Asian person at a traffic stop and, you know, they could ask for your license and you could just go and pull it out without saying anything. They'd be fine with it. But if you're a person of color and you're more likely to, you know, have to explicitly explain where you're going to put your hand or where you're going to reach and you have to ask, like, they'll be like, pull it out and you'll be like, okay, can I grab it to my, you know, whatever, which is, it's, it, it's silly. Um, but I feel like at the same time, you just want to try to be as safe as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think that the news should cover more of what it's like to be a cop because I feel like in the news that the cops are definitely like framed in a bad light and um, I feel like they should show how hard it is to be a cop and like how actually little funding there is and how how hard it is like um, I was watching the TMG podcast and Noel said that like there is his his friend is in um, he works as a, a prison guard and he works like 10 to 12 hour shifts, like five days a week or no, he has like four days bottom week. He could do like four days bottom week, four days top week, which is like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Um, so like, but they said that like his bosses, they, they could easily be like, all right, you're going to do an 18 hour shift. Like, like yeah. the night before. And like, just like that, like intensity of working that much being a prison guard, like, that's brutal. Right. And, like, you don't think, like, people, like, want to do that. Like, they don't. But, like, they need, I mean, they need the money. And, right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like, you know, on the flip side, when you're talking about needing the money and, you know, you see a, a broken or, like, a, a, like, 
a really beat up house in an African American neighborhood, you automatically are like, oh, that's like a trap house. That's where they sell drugs. It's like people only sell drugs because they need to make money. Yeah. Like no one's out here selling drugs because they're like, I want to ruin someone's life. Yeah. Like people are just doing it for money. So it's like, yes, it's illegal, but at the same time, it's like if someone needs to feed their family and keep their family alive, it's better to do that than to do nothing and watch your family die because you're not like you're racially profiled and not be able to get a job that's going to pay yeah. enough. And I feel like the same, that's the same thing with like, like children and gangs. Like the only reason like children go into gangs is like, I don't, I want to be like a bad person. I don't know. I want to like rob places. It's, it's, yeah. It's what you see the other people in your neighborhood or your friends do, or the people that you look up to your role models. It's what you see them do. And so that's what you think. And there's not, you know, people in your neighborhood that are in director management positions of some company and, you know, you look up to them like your role models could be involved in the gang. I mean, that's not true for all people. Mm-hmm. But in these predominantly African-American poor neighborhoods, especially in bigger cities, that's sometimes what ends up happening. Yeah, and also a lot of the times they have one parent or they might have two or none or well no one of those parents might be like addicted to drugs or something like that and like they're not there to parent them and i feel like that's why children go into gangs because that's where they feel like that's where they they, they feel like the family kind of yeah and yeah so it's not because like they want to like they knew that like that's all they want to do is just be part of a gang it's like they kind of have no choice because they just want to have a family to belong and like they need they need money to pay their to to get food or whatever so right yeah i definitely feel it's like it's not it's not like the um, as much as like criminals are bad like a lot of the times i feel like criminals they they do it because they have no other choice to make money and it's it's like where like they grew up or like you know, like the jobs they have working as I don't know like at a McDonald's or something like that right it's definitely like not their fault yeah all right I think we should wrap this part up but yeah. basically I think the moral of the story is that there definitely is an issue and it needs to be fixed and black lives matter but not all the cops in our opinion are the ones that are causing this issue it's a handful of cops so um, all right, what are we talking about now? Because I have no clue what we're talking about, Tyler. You don't? Okay, so this is apparently all over the social media. I'm on. The, I'm not on the medias, but um, Jake Paul got charged. Yes, I saw this. Okay, okay I know okay. exactly what you're talking about so now. Jake Paul got charged for looting, apparently looting a mall in Arizona, in Scottsdale, actually. Um, so stupid. I'm glad it wasn't the car mall, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but so he made an... Uh, uh, exp- explanation video about uh, how he wasn't looting and he was just documenting people looting. Can't. So, um, I don't know. Do you want to, Have you seen the video? I haven't watched Jake Paul's video. I, haven't, I don't. I don't know if I want to. Should I show it? I mean, I can. I've watched it, so I could like. You can just you. summarize it. All right. So uh, he. So he basically like yeah ch- told him like he wanted to like support and document it and like using his platform to show how, how like social injustice is bad. And like, um, so he goes to like, uh, he goes 
to one of the protests and like there's right. a bunch of like he, like he f- and then he goes into like a crowd and then there's a bunch of police and they throw tear gas and he gets like tear gas and he's like oh I got to get out here so he goes to another place where he sees a PF Chang's getting um, broken into and he's like this is messed up so he goes to uh, a mall that's being broken into and then he decides to go into the mall just to, just to document it and he says that and then he gets he gets charged so like as as much as like his explanation like says like he didn't do any of the quote unquote bad stuff as looters would do like he still I mean he still definitely trespassed he he is unlawful assembly because it was there's I think there was a curfew in Scottsdale mm-hmm. so like I don't see how he's not in the wrong like that's no, as trespassing that's illegal yeah I definitely think he's wrong um, I think that the he. I, I, you know, appreciate the idea that he wants to use his platform, which is very large, to show that there's an issue. But I don't think breaking into a mall, like people, you know, there's looting. If you don't know that there's looting happening, you live yeah. under a rock. And yeah. Jake Paul being telling you isn't like, Jake Paul isn't your news source, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see it everywhere else. So it's like, he has no reason to be there. Yeah. He's like, I feel like I need to share this with people. Like, as if anyone doesn't know that looting is a problem. Like, right, and I feel like if he actually wanted to document it, he would have been like really, like made it not about himself. Yeah. But it's just because he wanted like, you know, content. I'm Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm so cool that it just ended up being like, I'm Jake Paul and look where I am and this is what we're doing and yep. people are filming him. And it's like, you know, even if he... Even if he truly, down to his heart, knows that he wants to use his platform, and this is what he's doing, so he was sharing this terrible stuff, he has to be smart enough to know that no one's going to believe him. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Like, do, is your agent not going to tell you that? Like, yeah. you just have to know that being in that, in that place is going to be bad for you. Like, there's no way, even if you were truly trying to document it, you're still, you're still going to get in trouble. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, you can't do that. It's yeah. just that simple. Mm-hmm. And, like, going back to what you said about, like, it's him making about him. The beginning of the view, he's like, I became the number one s- trending on Twitter for this. Like, how do you know that? Like, he's just, like, trying to hype up, like, hey, he's famous because he did something that was wrong. But also, right. um, in the video, it was, like, it was super, like, there was two cameras in the video, like there's a face on camera and then there's a handheld camera on the side that's like moving right. around. Like, why do you need that kind of production to make an explanation video? Right. And if you're really going to document, you only need one camera. Yeah. All you need is face camera to be like, this is what happened. You don't need like two cameras being like, this is what happened. And um, look at my sick stuff. edit. Yeah. Look at the sick B roll shot of someone breaking into a zoomies. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. No. Yeah. And it's silly. And I was watching like a, a video of someone who was who like was talking about it and he was like, Yeah. Like as it if in a, if it isn't enough that all these police like the first time he encountered the police, they threw tear gas in him and they told him to leave. Like you gotta obey the officers. So what he does, he what does he do? He goes to another place where he watches people break into a PF Changs. And then he goes to the mall where he watches people loot. And not once has he not once did he tell tell like uh, like he showed like clips of uh when he was there not once did he would he did he say like hey guys you shouldn't be doing that 
All right. he did was document. Right. He is a he's a confusing guy to me because mm-hmm. he the way he I feel like just everything about it, even before this, I was never a Jake Paul like yeah. hardcore fan. He's always just been kind of weird to me. He just seems like a brat, you know. He seems like a brat, and he really starts to seem like I don't know how to describe it, but it's like he all oh, he's a sellout, is what it is. Like he knows that he's famous, yeah. and so he carries himself like that. Mm-hmm. Versus like someone like, for instance, you know, this isn't really about like Stradman. He has two million subscribers, but he doesn't act like he has two million subscribers. Yeah. Like he doesn't walk around and he doesn't go up to, you know, mm-hmm. people in public be like, you know, I have two million subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> you like, don't look he has at my like gold $6 chain. Six dollar like, shorts. He says yeah. all the time. He yeah. says he doesn't spend more than ten dollars on one piece of clothing. Yeah, like, it's like a smart man. Just like that's how he just bought a ninety thousand dollars truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and just stuff like that. Like when he was in the mall, like it cut to him saying Jake to the camera, yeah. into the camera, he's like, "I, I ain't doing anything. I'm just documenting it." Like, just the way he says that, that's just, like, so, like, bratty. Yeah. No, and I, I I wholeheartedly believe that it's all for attention. Yeah. There's there's none, there's nothing that's, no part of him is doing it to, like, I don't know, I don't want to, like, no part of him is doing it to actually, like, document it and serve as a, you know, legitimate news source or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't think that, even if he was, it's just still not a smart decision on his part. Like, you're going to get yeah. in trouble either way. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's like, so what you are saying earlier about the whole, like, you should obey the police officers, it's like, I can get right now, you're in a time when most people are like, I don't want to, like, I can't trust the police officers. It's like, I get that. Uh-huh. But if you get tear gassed and... Like, all this happens, and then you just think that you should go to more stuff, and, like, there's going to be no repercussions after that. Like, yeah. that's just not smart thinking on your part. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't know. I, 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 we're, like, we're not, we're not, we're not saying that Jake Paul is bad. Like, like, for, like, he does do, like, good stuff. Like, he said he donated to charities, and um, he's raising awareness, and that's fine. But just, like, the way he presents himself is, like, it just doesn't seem legitimate that he's actually doing this to help, even though it right. seems like he is. Like Th- this he- issue, right, is about how, how black lives matter and mm-hmm. how they're facing racial injustices. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't be about you trying to make content so you can make more money or gain yeah. clout. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the video, he's like, we shouldn't be attacking each other. We should we should, we should, should be working together to vote, like, like, like good leaders into our, our, our community, like... What he's basically saying is that, like, we shouldn't be talking about how I'm wrong. We should be talking about all the bad stuff in the world. Like, that's not right, why we clicked about on this every, video. Every, yeah. Like, we clicked on this video every, to defend himself <laughs> on why he's not, like, why he, I don't know, why he's not, why he's not wrong. So, that's like every apology video. <laughs> yeah. He diverts it to something that's, like, that we can't argue with. And no, even, like, just, his, yeah. even his thumbnail, it's, like, it's him. It's, like. There's like a logo of TMZ and there's like tweets and like Jake Paul got arrested on the news. Like he's just exploiting himself to like become like. And it's just popular. all for money. Yeah. It's literally all it is. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, if you're his PR team, you know, the saying there's, there's like all, like all PR is good PR, you know? He, I mean, he got trending on Twitter, right? And so then that 
you know, can boost his viewers. And he's probably making good money off of that apology video because people who aren't subscribed like you and other people and his subscribers are watching it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's absolutely making bank from it. And I don't really feel like, you know, in his quote-unquote apology video, he never really said that he was sorry. Yeah, he never said that. It was, it was I, I, just from like the general, the way that he carries himself mm-hmm. is, it's always like a, there's a fault somewhere else. And it's like, from the way that you were describing, I haven't seen the video, but it sounds like he's saying, you know, yes, I was guy, I was like in the mall that was being looted, but like the P, like the police and like the, 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 the people who are voted into office, they're the ones who are bad. And it's like, you can't really try to put this on someone else right now when yeah. you're under the spotlight for something that you did that, you know, you shouldn't yeah. have yeah. or, not you probably he probably doesn't know he shouldn't have, but that he shouldn't have. Yeah, and yeah, and also this has nothing to do with social injustice. This is has you to doing with trespassing, and right. getting charged. So like, it, it's literally just for clout. Yeah, like that's that's just what I have the problem with. Is him and Logan? They just uh, do stuff for clout, like that apology video that Logan did after um, that suicide the thing whole in forest. Yeah. yeah, like that was like one of the worst apology videos ever. And like I just think like. Paul's just like don't know how to like own up to themselves and be a man be like I am wrong I'm gonna get better right like yeah, this video doesn't have to be in him like explaining himself really it's just like I recognize that I did this wrong and right. I will become and a better person it's all you gotta do you don't have to explain like oh I was in the right they just thought I was looting they, ex- they exploited me and they are like they yeah, twisted the like, story all you gotta do is like I'm wrong or like, well, the cameras weren't on when I was actually doing like, you know, helping people. And it's like, the cameras don't need to be on. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have to. I mean, you have a platform, right? So you should be, you know, saying what you believe and what you think is right. But you shouldn't be doing it because you want to make money, which is obviously why Jake Paul is doing it. Yeah. And you shouldn't be doing it because other people told you it's what you should do. You should do it because it's truly what you believe like, like you believe that like this is an issue that need, needs to be fixed, not like, oh my god, bro, I can make a thousand dollars off of this video mm-hmm. and just be like and get a brand deal or like whatever. Yeah, like, if you really care about this, don't put on the cameras when you donate and stuff like that. Right, that's like when people like before all of this, like when people would like record themselves giving money to a homeless person or like posting about like them going to volunteer at some house, like you know, like food shelter. It's like. You shouldn't post about this. Yeah, that's just for you being like, I'm a good person, I'm doing this. Right. Charity is meant because you yourself are a good person Mm -hmm. and you want to help others, not because you want to gain other people's, like, admiration. Right. or, Or be perceived as a person who is doing, like, a good thing. Mm hmm Yeah. We went out on him right there. Yeah, so guys, go buy our merch <laughs> at jakepaul.fanco.com backslash brotocarbon. Yeah. Okay, don't, don't. Yeah. But yeah, um, okay, well, here's a little disclaimer. Uh, if if you agreed with any of our views in this video, this is a very opinionated political podcast. That is perfectly fine. You're We live in America. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. This is our opinion, and we're sharing with you because... You know, we think that some people might be able to relate with uh, this opinion, but if you, if you don't agree with it, that's okay. Yeah. And then just going into the future, um, 
if we really want to talk about this in future podcasts and stuff, we will. But at the same time, there is nothing but this on YouTube and on the news. So like, right. I feel like we should be doing more entertainment stuff because I feel like since coronavirus and uh, George Floyd, like we're all emotionally drained. And we need something that lifts our spirits. And I feel like that's what we're going to do. Um, yeah. And so since we're wrapping this up, I think the final thing I want to say, it's going to cut right after I say this. Tell you want to say your last words? Um, dislike this video. Yep. Uh, also, guys, Stradman paid $95,000 for a truck with his dog. We'll see you in the next video. Peace.